This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got an email about the regular girls who keep coming to your party and a girl whose friend wants to hook up, wants to know what to do. Check it out, share with friends. J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, State of New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I get your Snapchats every single minute of every single day. J Train 56 on Snapchat of you listening to the podcast and where you are and how you're doing it. I've been hearing from France and Italy and Denmark and Australia and all over the United States. It's really very cool to see that you guys are enjoying and passing it along to friends. That is another thing. It literally... The best thing I, you know what really feathers my nuts the most is when I see a listener in the car with like a group of like four people, they're friends. And they're, that's really the way to pass this along. Get them involved with your favorite episode. You, you'll show them, hey, I, got, I know this guy, Papa JT, who wants to s- sing Sweet Nothings into our ears for this road trip. Put it on. He's got at least two main nicknames. Main two main nicknames. They'll go Papa JT. Who's that? Uh, J Train, Jared Freed. He's got this podcast where he takes emails uh, from dudes and chicks, and the emails are ridiculous. And sometimes he gives some advice that's good, and other times uh, he's farting. You know, <laughs> more than sometimes you give. Good yeah, advice. I, I try my best. So I, I, so it really, it butters. My popcorn. Every single time you guys are listening with a group of people and passing along. So please, please, please. I I ask of you, the listener, this is a free podcast. Here's how you pay me. Here's how you pay Papa JT. Tell one friend, foe, mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, aunt, uncle, dog, cat, fish, Republican, Democrat, independent, Black, white, Asian, Indian, Jew. Tell a few Jews about this podcast. J Train Podcast. It's every Tuesday and Friday, and I do appreciate you guys listening and passing the word along. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, one of, just a guy, you, you know, super funny, and one of those guys, I, I walk into the room to watch what he's saying on stage. So I'm excited to see you. Alinga Mitra, thank you for coming on. Hello. It's an honor to be here with Papa JT. <laughs> it's so good to have you here. It took too long. I'm happy you're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be here. I love your stand-up. Uh, your comedy is great. And you guys should all be on, on board with him at Alingon, A-L-I-N-G-O-N, on Twitter. Go follow him. Support him. His website is alingonmitra.com. You coming anywhere soon? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be uh, Mohegan Sun Thanksgiving weekend. There you go. Yeah. So Mohegan Sun, I'm there all the time. It's a great club, fun place. It's going to be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. How you been? I've been I've been good. How about yourself? We kind of rushed the beginning because I'm moving today. Yeah. And it's been just a nutty. We don't tape this late usually. So it's, uh, it's a little, I'm a little everywhere. You're everywhere. Yeah. Moving into a black neighborhood. I am moving into a black neighborhood, yes. <laughs> Harlem. J Train is coming to Harlem. I'm excited about it. I, I, uh... I well, I just told this before, but this is how how white I am. Is that the movers that I had didn't believe me <laughs> that I was moving? To, I said I was like I was like the streets are you know I gave them the street number and they went and took the moving stuff to a 
number that would be more reflective of my skin color, <laughs> which is like hilarious and insane at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm I'm suspicious that you're moving into to Har- a, yeah to Harlem. Yeah, I'm wondering why. <laughs> what happened? There's a lot of people. They give me a look. <laughs> what are you What are you trying to get at? Yeah, it feels like you're pulling something. Well, I am pulling something. It's a nice neighborhood. There's nice people. There's good stuff going on there. It's cheaper. Nah, more space bang for your buck. No, I I agree with all of that, but. Something else. Something else is going on. This is, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually timed it with the Trump win. Ah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're yeah. all going to do this at once, you know? <laughs> How do you feel about the election? I mean, we taped the Monday before the election with uh, Soder and Mike Lemmy, and then they come out Tuesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I was in Virginia Tech. I just want to say those Virginia Tech guys and girls, everyone there, what a fun fucking show. Uh, thank you for having me. And then I was in... Providence, and there were guys and girls that listen to the podcast in Providence, so I haven't really been home. Where in Providence? Uh, at the Comedy Connection. Okay, yeah. And yeah. that club is great. Oh, yeah, they, those are great guys. Oh, my God. If you guys are in Providence and you've never been to that club, go. That is like a rocket, a rocking good time. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, the crowd, you can feel it in the room. There's an, a, like a buzz, and it's like a bar room, and it's, old, it's an old bank. It's an old bank vault, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's very cool. You just feel like you're at something cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I haven't really, I, you know, I wrote a column about the election. We'll get to it later in the podcast when Man Sam comes on, because that's kind of his specialty and his expertise. And, um, but I wrote something, you know, it does feel, I, we were talking before, how do you feel? I, I'm, I'm disappointed with the result, but mm. I'm not like crying to the heavens that this is the end of the world the way I feel like a lot of people who I'm reading about on Facebook are. Yeah, I, I mean, it's pushing me away from social media. I love social media too. I love watching the fire burn and I'm even <laughs> at the point of like, I gotta go to Instagram and just look at some boobies. Oh, sure. I mean, that's constantly my state. I, yeah. I, it's just, it feels like both sides either, like those countries very divided and social media is not doing anything to help us no, with that. We just no. like block the people we disagree with, like the people we agree with, and that doesn't lead to any sort of consensus. It just I, wedges us further I, apart. I, I would love to see some sort of Venn diagram mm-hmm. of like things people like, like right on the right be like the Republicans on the left, the Democrats, yeah. what they like. And then in the middle where it gets in, where they cross is probably all tasty videos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I think yeah. that's the only thing we're agreeing on right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, I, it just feels like we don't like, I, I want to ask the people who are like, Oh man, all Trump supporters are racist. Like how many Trump supporters do you know? Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like th- maybe they know one and it's like their great grandfather and they don't talk to him anymore. Yeah. So like, if you don't speak They've to these inven- people, you don't, well, you've invented something. I mean, let me, let me say something to the listeners right now. I've written for on the web. I've written on the internet for six years. Okay. Continuously. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's going to be big. The internet. Yeah. The internet. It's got, I think it's going to happen one day. It'll hit. Um, yeah. I, so the interesting thing about what you're saying is the internet is full of straw men. Mm-hmm. I could tweet right now about something I know people will be on board with and about a person that doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. So, And I've done this. I And I'll say this. Listen, I've written columns for Total Frat Move and Bro Bible and uh, a bunch of other websites and Betches and, you know, men, female. When I write the column first and then I name it. I don't name it, then I write it. You know, like I, I don't and, – and the name is all about tweets mm-hmm. and getting retweets. Mm-hmm. I'll say that as someone who writes for the internet. So everything on there that gets retweets has to be flammable. It can't be, there's no, nothing gets a retweet that's, today was an okay day. Right. That never gets a retweet. You right. know what gets a retweet? Today fucking sucks. Yeah. Or today was the best fucking day of my life. You see? Yeah. And, and so everything said with so much anger and so much thrust that like, you're just, I think we're inventing enemies. You know, I think, right. you know, like the people that we're mad at the most, yeah. there's very few of them. I think more people are towards the middle than those tail ends of the bell curve. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, maybe I want to believe that, but I do believe that. Yeah, I, exactly. There's like fringe elements on both sides. There are yeah. fringe elements on the Republican side that are, you know, racist, homophobic, everybody's afraid yeah. of them in liberal states. I understand that, but I think they're the fringe. Yes. Like, well, there aren't the majority of the people, but we're acting. And then the news like jumps on anything well that's like the news will the worst is like you'll go on yahoo and it will be like people are mad and then it's like they'll 
you go link to tweets like, where the person has two followers. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, that person doesn't represent anyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, there was like a headline. Uh, the, I was watching the Patriots the other night, and there, yeah. was, a, there was a headline. It was like coming up, uh, protesters take over the city. It's like, no, they're not taking over. The, there's like 20 people who are upset yeah. who are like walking around a mall. It's not really the same. It's taking over to the city. And I know we're minimizing, but I think there needs to be some minimizing right now. Like, I know that there's things going on. That's the other thing. Like, I, I and I wrote a column about this. I wrote last week. It was a call. And the name of it is part of the problem. It's called, you know, Trump is your fault liberals. <laughs> like, mm. and the idea of it was, listen, if you, if you just call some random person stupid for... Yeah. For a year, they're gonna fucking make sure they go out and vote against you calling them stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, I, like uh, the problem I have with liberals is we're so condescending. Oh, we yeah. act like everything we're doing is right, which might be true, but you can't then just like speak down to everybody who isn't agreeing with you, and then be surprised when the oh great many people don't. And agree it's with continuing you. now when you call someone. You know, if you say all Trump voters are racist, like I here's what makes me sound the most racist. Mm -hmm. Ready? As a, as a white guy. Mm -hmm. Saying I'm not racist. <laughs> that may, yeah. and so, so if you, that's why you're moving to Harlem. That's to why prove. I'm moving to prove. This is how much I want to prove I'm not racist. Yeah. But I'm saying if you, if, if you start the conversation yeah. at your racist butt, there's no conversation. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm defending, okay, I'm not a racist. And then it's like at the same point, I'm like... Fuck it, what can I do? This person fucking hates me. They think I'm a racist. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's like if you call someone an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, like if you heard someone, if you heard someone across the room be like, "I'm not an alcoholic," <laughs> you'd be like, "Well, that person that has person a kind of a drinking yeah, problem." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that person kind of has a problem with black people. That person kind of has a problem with you know so and so ethnicity, religion, whatever. Right. So I, I think right now it's the the yelling is getting us. No so and it's for the right and left. If you're someone listen, and I know we this this audience that we're that is listening now. There's a it's a right of center audience. Oh, okay. I didn't the people that. that listen to this podcast mm -hmm. I, for the, a good a good amount, you know. There's a, or the loud people that I hear from. Take a look at yourself too. It's both sides. It's you know they're both oh yeah. acting ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I go uh, in the in the current condition. I like pointing out the hypocrisy of the liberals more because I feel like it's understood that Republicans yeah <laughs> and like the, <laughs> well that's the, the that's the hypocrisy you know yeah. That's your, you know, I and like I, you know, I come from, I come from the, you know, I, I like to think I'm the, I'm probably right of center as well, mm -hmm. you know, like I was on this podcast being like Trump, I get it, and you know for a, a you know a while, Pence pushed me out a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, just because I don't believe in God, church and state, and that guy's the biggest bring the church into the state guy that I've ever heard. Yeah. So, those those are my opinions, and you're free to your own. But here's what's not happening. This conversation, you're telling me you're upset someone lost. I'm generally like, let's wait and see. But we're still sitting here talking and respecting one another. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's kind of what's not going on. Right. The conversation that people are just like, oh, I disagree with you. Shut up. I'm going to mourn or I won in your face. And yeah, that's there's like, a, lot well, of, a lot of dancing in the end zone. Right. A lot of Odell Beckham. <laughs> not a lot of LeGarrette Blount. Yeah, we need a little bit more Blount. <laughs> yeah, we need a little more Blount. So let's get to the emails. Lingon, I'm, I'm happy you're here. Yeah, uh, super pumped. It. All of you need to get on board with Lingon Mitra. He's on Twitter, at Alingon, AlingonMitra.com. Also, go and Google search Alingon Mitra Colbert. Yeah. You just I, did Colbert. It was I just did Colbert, yeah. Fucking awesome set. <laughs> Thanks. It was it was funny because it was like before the election and I was talking about yeah. how we keep dismissing Trump and how he might end up winning and then he w ended up winning. But it was a joke back then and now it's like, ooh. Now it's the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's such a great set and, you know, you guys should all go get on board and go watch it. Uh, if you have an email, the emails this week are great. I kind of, I've been moving all day today, so I'm, I'm a little bit. We're going to go from ones I've read, and then we'll go to other ones that I haven't read. We'll go into the, the grab bag. This one's called The Regulars. You can send them in jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. The Regulars. What's up, you Yiddish motherfucker? <laughs> A lot of Jewish things yelled at me. From this podcast, <laughs> just give you a warning. I just right. want to get well, now that I know that. I just want to get your take on a repeating situation that I often see at our fraternity parties. Our fraternity is a large state school where our house parties have been getting better and better each week and continue to grow. Not only are we bringing around a lot of new girls, but a lot of the same ones keep coming back. 
as much as I love hitting on and talking to the new chicks, a lot of these other girls that have been coming uh, that have been coming around for a, around for a while are also pretty fucking hot. However, I feel it more or less a little weird to try and get with some of them when a lot of the guys, myself included, befriend them, befriended them after a while and hang hang out with a lot of us in other situations other than parties. I would I wouldn't want to make anything awkward or for anything down the road in case I did make a move. So I want to see if you had any advice on the best way to handle the situation, approach these chicks, and what to say, or if it's best to just leave it where it is and stay cool with them like everyone else. Let me know what you think. Any advice is appreciated. What do you think? So basically, they, they're having these parties, and there's yeah. these girls that are just coming around again and again. They're becoming more friends than lovers. Okay. And they want to know if, you know, hitting on them is okay, I guess, right? He wants to know if he can hit on somebody who he's friends with. Basically, basically? I, you know, I think what happens is a lot, you know, I, were you in a fraternity at no, school? No, no, I was not. You went, you went to Harvard? I did, yeah. A har- so, dude, do they, don't they have, like, clubs and stuff? Yeah, they've got, uh, they've got finals clubs, which are basically fraternities, but I wasn't in any of them. Okay, so, I mean, a lot of times I, in my fraternity, you would have this, like, core group of girls that always came to your party because... One, they felt comfortable coming to your house. They know you. Yeah. So they know they can come have beers and not feel like just because they're having beers, they have to, you know, talk to the, you know, talk to guys that they don't like. They know they're going to like these guys. They know they're comfortable there. They know they're safe. Yeah. So I, I think what happens is over time, you know, you could be like, well, that girl's here all the time and I kind of like her, mm-hmm. but I don't want her to fucking scare away the rest of the friends if she's like, oh, now nah, they're trying to get with us. Oh. Does that make any sense? It. I mean, I, I understand what you said. I don't think it's a reasonable fear. I don't think it's a reasonable fear at all. Because I think also, like, it's okay to go from friend to, I think I got a thing for this chick. Yeah, if anything, you're more trustworthy now. Yeah. Because you've established yourself as somebody who's social, friendly, has friends outside of this, like, little window that normally they come and see you at. So... It seems like, all right, you already have, like, an advantage in this situation. So what's the concern is, I guess, uh, what what are you afraid of? That unless you're, like, a different person Mm. and you become, like, creepy now that you're hitting on it. Yeah. You, but then that's, that's the thing. On you don't you. have to become a different person. Yeah. That's, and I think the, the thing is, let's remember, you know, if they're coming to your house and you want to hook up with them, they're not your friends. You know, they might, you know, like at a certain point, you're kind of lying. You know, you're you're saying you can't, you you have to kind of switch the, you know, the, what you're putting out there at a certain point. So what I'm saying is I'm saying if you're friends with these girls, be friends with these girls, but don't be afraid. If you're friends and you make a move, you can't be afraid to lose this whole group. You might. They might say, hey, this guy uh, made a move on me. I don't really. And then you get a no. It's. I think the one, if I can backtrack a second, because what I'm saying sounds ridiculous. Uh-huh. If I could say to you, if you make a move, just be totally cool with it not working out, and it's going to be a little embarrassing, and then keep inviting them. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to just be like, if, you, if you're if you saying like, hey. Uh, yeah, just be grown up. Be grown up. <laughs> just. I just think if you're, so I, I think the plan, if you want to, you have to switch up. But, it, but I think you're right. You can't you can't be like trying to lure people in, pretend to be friends with yes. them, and then be like, oh, now I'm gonna hit on you. What we're already friends. How come you're upset about this? Like that. You that have to is understand like that yeah. they're not gonna they might see it as just friends. Yeah. Which is totally fine. This goes both ways, guys or girls. If a girl keeps having a guy over to their sorority house and he's like, ah, I'm just kind of like hanging out here, mm-hmm. then she could say, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and it's gonna be it, the thing is with any time you come out to somebody that you're like attracted to them, it's like a band aid rip. It's gonna fucking hurt. Yeah, a you're out, bit. you're throwing yourself out there. Yeah, it's gonna and, be weird. So I think the move for anyone that has like the regular girls coming over, you have to switch up the scenario. You can't just you can't just have the you know right now you're in if it's a group of girls that you know and they're friends of the house, they just keep coming to the same Thursday night party, Mm -hmm. no matter what. So Mm -hmm. that's just part of their routine. You have to switch up the routine. Mm -hmm. You have to say to these girls, hey, if they're comfortable at your house during a party, then they're going to be comfortable coming over maybe late nights and a different time of night. And you have to also go to one of them and be like, and make one of them feel a little bit more special than the rest. Yeah, I think you should also be smart about like, you have a sense if this girl, like, if you've been yes. hanging out with them for so long, you should be able to figure out, all right, maybe there's something here. 
or you can like ask around. Like there are ways to figure it out so that you aren't just like out of nowhere yeah, in yeah, the yeah. girl's mind, out of nowhere being like, hey, let's do this. Right? That's that is a good point because what you sh- that's the the advice is really you have to make it apparent that you're like looking to hang out as more than just the normal come over. Uh, to our party that happens on this day a week. Because mm-hmm. what happens is every fraternity, what they do is they'll be like, okay, they'll, they'll, they'll fashion out a night. So they'll be like, Wednesday night, like we used to have beta Wednesdays. So beta Wednesday, everyone, every girl knew you go to beta and there'll be beer and fun. So if you're having these friends, girl, you know, and we had the regulars just like this guy. Yeah. We had the regular girls that would show up and they would feel very com- which they should because we liked them and they were our friends. But at a certain point, you have to go to one of those girls that you're thinking you have a thing for and be and say what's up and talk to her and kind of, you know, pull her aside a little bit at the party and make her feel special, make her feel that you're interested in her. And then maybe you get the number and now you're just asking for her to come out yeah. on different nights and make it then say the monotony. You don't want to get caught up in the we just show up there on Wednesdays. Oh, and I just saw him on a Wednesday. You have to break her off, the girl that you're trying to get with, where it's like, hey, we're doing a Friday thing. You should come. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important, like, if she says no, y- the way you react to that, it kind of defines what happens next. Because if you're afraid that girls are going to, like, all, that group is going to turn around on you and not want to be comfortable with you, yeah. if you say, if she says no and you blow up, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. And they're going to say, she we want to get away from these fucking dudes. Yeah. If yeah, she says totally. no and you're a, a mature about it and be like, oh, no, I see. That's that's fine. You know, or not, whatever. You got to deal with it. You, you know, you have to invite the mature. girl to the night that she's not used to coming to the house. Mm-hmm. And then that's a buying. If she says yes. OK, that's one good thing. Mm-hmm. And then you say, OK, we're also going to be doing this late night thing. Come, you guys should come, too. Oh, yeah, we'd like to do that, too. Get her out of the routine of we come there because we're friends Mm -hmm. and make it about her specifically Mm -hmm. where you're like, okay, I'm making it about you. You're someone that I feel is special to me, and I want you to know that. And the more you make it apparent, the more it's easy to be like, okay, well, she's in for this. I think there's something there more. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Alingon Mitra at Alingon on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. Harry's. Listen, I love Harry's. I love it because it comes right to your door. The shaving, you ever use them? No. Never? No, no I, I, I do a, just like this uh, double edge. Okay, you got to get these. You got to get involved. And okay. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because they come right to your door, mm-hmm. and it's a great shave, and you're not like, you know, there's never a point where it's like, oh, fuck, I don't have the shaving shit. Mm. Always there. Mm. Uh, and it's really, it's a, I mean, it's also cheaper, which is... What are we even talking about at this point? Big razor companies have always made small changes, come out with the newest version, raising their already high prices. Unlike those guys, Harry's doesn't believe in upcharging, which is why they made their razors even better. They're keeping prices exactly the same. Harry's five-blade razors now... See, that's three more blades. You're missing out. You're missing out. Missing out on those blades. Softer flex hinge for more comfortable glide. Trimmer blade for hard-to-reach places. Lubricating strip. Textured handle for more control when it's wet. Still just $2 a blade compared to four or more you'll pay with the drugstore. By owning the factory in Germany where they make the blades, Harry can produce high-quality razors themselves and sell them online for half the price. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their popular free trial set, which comes with a razor, five-blade cartridges, and shaving gel. Get your free trial set when you subscribe. Just pay $3 for shipping. Plus, I got a special offer for my listeners. Enter code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. That's code JTRAIN. At checkout to get a post-shave bomb for free with your order. Go to harrys.com right now. Enter code JTRAIN at checkout to claim your free trial set. Post-shave bomb. That's harrys.com. Code JTRAIN. Listen, that bomb, I mentioned it before. I didn't think I'd be into it. I use it all the time now. It's, it's like, you know how cologne is too much? Mm-hmm. Like you smell someone with a lot of cologne. You're like, get this fucking loser out of my face. This is the cologne. You put it on after a shave, and it's just enough of a smell where it's like, does, is this his natural thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, does he naturally does he smell naturally, like lavender? Yeah, is he naturally delicious? Naturally delicious is also my, my stage name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And coming up next, naturally delicious. <laughs> I think I'm a female fuckboy. As a lady listener, I got out of a... Chick email. 
I got out of a two and a half year relationship in December, graduated college in May, a year early, and turned 21 in July. I'm working in my new career and applying to graduate school. I love being single, hanging out with girlfriends. I really have no desire for a relationship, but I do like dating around and meeting new people. Usually I go on a couple dates, hook up, and the guy finds out I might be leaving town to graduate school, and things fall apart with no hard feelings. Perfect, right? Sounds fair, yeah. That sounds like what I'm looking for. <laughs> Recently, I realized that I am a 2 a.m. texter. I don't really respond to any suitors during the day and don't care to, leaving guys on read receipt or just never opening the text slash Snapchats. But when 2 a.m. rolls around after a night out with the girls, I have no shame in hitting a pass fling up. Last week, I went out with a guy I've known for a while who I thought was on the same page as me uh, with wanting to keep it, as you say, late night. But now he texts me all the time and he told me he had, has had feelings for me for five years. Yikes, no thanks. And always wants to hang out and cuddle. He also mentioned that he's intimidated by me and, and my success so far, whereas he's older and only has 30 credits in school. Worst part, <laughs> sounds, I think we're realizing why she doesn't like him. The worst part is there's another guy in the picture who also wants more, but I'm not about him either. Obviously, I haven't dated around as much as I am now but because I was in a long relationship. And my question is, one, how do I let these guys down easy? Honesty is the best policy, but doesn't always sit well. Should I feel guilty for thinking guys at this age are pretty replaceable, or should I enjoy being young, single, and post-grad? How do you feel about this? Uh, well, what, I, what isn't clear to me is up front, how does she handle these people? Like, if she's saying up front, look, this is the situation I'm in. Yeah. I'm 21. I'm just not, not into anything long-term, just trying to keep it casual. Yeah. And these people fall for her even after that, then she shouldn't feel guilty about that. Yeah. If she up front doesn't tell people directly what she's going for and leads people on, and then this happens, that's on her. Yeah. And then I feel like there's, uh, there's some blame. I feel bad for any girl that, like, she starts it off by saying, I think I'm a female fuckboy. Like, I don't even, what is that? I don't know. I guess like a, just like a girl who wants to get around and doesn't want a relationship. Okay. Which, which is like, that's, I think that's like the, the, I feel bad for girls that want to just hook up because guys' egos are so huge that in general, where we'll find, like, if, if a girl's like hooking up with us, we're like, oh, like, if, like, oh, she's going to want more no matter what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. yeah. That's we our always, status quo. That's our status quo. We always think that's like the next, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Make out with us. Oh, she can't find anything better than this. Yeah, yeah. When you're just a five, you know. Like, <laughs> so, like, I, I feel bad for her because if a guy does, these guys obviously feel lucky to have achieved her in a sexual pursuit. To, to be like, okay, lock it down. Well, that, I mean, that guy that has not loved her for five years, yes. There, I mean, I feel like there's more backstory there. Well, there's like, more backstory because at the same time, she, he's like, listen, and a lot of girls think this way too. He's my, she's my friend. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't we just add some fucking mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to the, you know, listen, listen, it's like <laughs> friends, when you're friends with someone and you're attracted to them, it's like putting cheese on a sandwich. Like, you can't understand why someone wouldn't put cheese on the sandwich. <laughs> you, know? you know, like, if you're, like, if you're looking at a girl and you're like, she's hot, mm -hmm. we get along great, why wouldn't she just want to put some provolone on this fucking shit and right. suck my dick? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, I understand with a friend of five years is like, how could you not? But this, but this, it's uh, he says he, this dude loves her, right? That's what he said. He claims he does, but I think love is you can be you can. I think that's like where that friend that comes out to you after that long a time. Uh huh. I think they're confused. Okay. I think what they've done is lied to themselves by saying that because if you're friends, then uh -huh. you're friends in my opinion. Like I, I just don't. I do see how someone like one day could be like, wait a minute, this could work. And I think that point, it's both people on the same page. But when one person comes out to the other person as I'm in love with you and the other person is totally bat like blindsided, mm -hmm. that person's been lying to that person anyways because they've made decisions based on keeping this person as a friend. I There's, don't follow. So I'm saying the like if this if I'm friends with this chick. Yeah. For five years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, five years later, I'm like, I've been in love with you this whole time. Yeah. Wasn't I just trying to keep her as a friend 
to get her attracted to me. Okay. Like my actions as a friend okay. aren't how I treat my real friends. Okay. If my real friend was like, hey, I'm going to get burgers tonight, and I was like, nah, fuck you, I don't want to go. Yeah. But if it's a girl I like yeah. that I'm saying I'm friends with, hey, I want to go out and get something to eat. Oh, yeah, I'll be over in a second. I'll pick you up. Yeah. That's yeah. not a friend. You're just you're just in disguise. A friend in disguise. Yeah. Okay. So that, And that's, that's art. yeah, he's artificial. So he's artificial. So mm-hmm. he's not even mm-hmm. acting like himself. He might not even know who he is. Mm-hmm. He's been in service of this friend. But then she hooked up with him. And then she hooked up with like him. there's that's the dilemma. Yeah. Like it's at that point you have to you have to break this off and stop being <laughs> such friends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that comes down to her question where it's like, am I being a dick? Yeah, you're being a dick if you keep hooking up knowing that he's released his feelings to you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's got to be over. And basically, and with guys, you just have to say it's over. You can't be iffy with a dude. You can't, like if a guy's in you and mm-hmm. you're like, not today, mm-hmm. six months from now, mm-hmm. we'll be like. Yeah, but it's me. So it'll be like <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and yeah, the it's ego, ego yeah. thing coming back around. So if you're a girl out there that's like, listen, I'm just looking to fuck, just like you said, be honest up front. Right. But then wait a little bit. Like, you know, if, if the person keeps coming back to you, you have to come back with hard reality. Yeah. I like you as a friend. I don't see us going anywhere. Maybe we should take some time to not talk so we can keep being friends way down the line. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds solid to me. And you have to be so, and girls, you know, get caught up with this thing. They don't want to be bitches. You know, I don't want to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time to be a bitch. Yeah, because, I mean, it's almost selfish if you aren't. Yes. Because this guy is infatuated gonna, with you mm-hmm. and he's going to continue to behave in this way. Yeah. And, and, and the, if you are doing it just to make yourself feel good, like I don't want to feel bad after hurting this person, then it's selfish because yes. really long term you're hurting this person oh, and you're just trying to protect your own feelings. Yes. It's like, well, it's like, it's like not dumping somebody. Yeah. You know, it's like ghosting. Right. You're being selfish. And you know what? To her, like, I like what she's saying. She's like, I'm looking to be single. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. I'm keeping. And so her actions have been honest. Yeah. 2 a.m. hookup. But if you're friends with someone for five years and then you make them a 2 a.m. hookup, I can understand why he's like, Listen, let's put some fucking provolone on this shit. <laughs> we can melt it, toast it up. What's the what's the 30 credits, dude? Is this that, the same guy? Um, the 30 credits, dude. Yeah, I think he's the He needs to work the, on his credits. I think he's another guy in the picture, actually. I think another guy in the guy. picture. Separate guy? Yeah, text me all the time, late night, but uh, No, this is the five years guy. He only has 30 credits. And I would say to him, like, listen. Go to school. Maybe she, she's been the one distracting him from getting those credits. Get those credits. Get a, You know? Get a fucking. Get a degree. You get some more girls. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We got one more sponsor, guys. Oh, maybe this guy could use it. The guy with 30 credits. Mm-hmm. He should go to adamandeve.com. Hmm. Help out his masturbation. Sure. He's probably chafing. From from looking at this girl's Instagram for five years. For a limited time only, you'll get 50% off about any item. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And on top and to top it all off, they will even throw in a free shipping on your entire order. Go to adamandeve.com, use code JTRAIN at checkout. That's JTRAIN, J-T-R-A-I-N, at adamandeve.com. Use tr- code JTRAIN at adamandeve.com. Listen, I've mentioned this before. Go on with your girlfriend at adamandeve.com and pick out things together. Get the conversation going. Now you're getting weird without making it weird. Promo code JTRAIN. Let's keep going. Add Alingon on Twitter. Alingon Mitra. AlingonMitra.com. JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do Rebound Doesn't Want to Be Rebound. <laughs> All right. Let's see where What's this is up? going. What's up? Long-time listener. First time working my feather magic. I'm a fifth-year senior who just ended a three-year relationship, doesn't go to the same school. So after about four weeks of new single life, I'm about to get a 787 to come back to my place. FYI, dogs are great wingmen. That's right. When we go to bed, she says she's not the one-night stand type. Respecting her, not wanting to seal the deal, we fall asleep. It was daylight breaking time. I think he means daylight savings time. 
Unless he was going to sleep just when daylight was that, breaking yeah, through the I'm window. Right. The next night she hits me it's up called with... called Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. <laughs> yeah there are other words. Yeah, the next time she hits me up with a you up tech. She comes over, we make out, and end up falling asleep. I know the closing game was weak on my part, long night, morning prior, and we were both pretty fucked up. The next morning we start making out and I start making moves and she stops. She stalked me on Facebook and found out I'm... I'm fresh meat to the lady tigers. She then proceeded to tell me that she's sick of being a rebound girl, which ended up ended the morning attempt of getting laid. My question is being the rebound, a bad thing. I personally think it leads to great sex, but it's weird. I got hit with that. Any insight would be great. Very respectfully. Uh, PS keep the good work. Love the podcast. Makes my uh, drives home way better. So what do you think he was trying to get with this girl? And then she stalked him, found out he was just in a relationship and she's upset about that. Hmm. It goes back to what well, I don't know what the situation was up front. So what was he act like? She didn't. Met what did chick, she want up? What did she chick, want up front? She says, "I don't want to be a one night stand." I then don't she, want to be a one night stand. Then comes back over. They make yeah. out. She claims that she stalked him. Saw that he was just recently out of a relationship. Okay. She doesn't want to be the rebound. He wants to know what's the problem with being the rebound. Okay. The same problem as being the one night stand. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't want that. Here's a girls are good at doing that math. Yeah. Like, let's give them credit. No girl wants to know. Every girl knows that if a guy ends a relationship, there's a piece of him that's like, I am ready to be out there. Uncaged. Uncaged. Yeah. The cat is out of the box. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Wild cat's got to eat. And the milk ain't at home anymore. So he's out on the prowl. I'm telling you. So girls know that, like, like let's do the statistics on this. Is what they're doing. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like when you're playing blackjack. Yeah, you know, it, she I knows mean, the odds. She knows the odds. Yeah, she's like, she's like, fuck no. this, dude. I know you just want to fuck. That's yeah. the thing with it getting out of a relationship recently. Like, every girl, um, no, like, doesn't. Girls know guys are just after sex first, and then they're going to see about the relationship later. Mm-hmm. And when you're recently out of a relationship, they know the chances of this being more than just sex have gone down drastically. Right. And she's just playing that math, which I totally get. Yeah, she's right. She's right. She's, she's absolutely she's right. 100% right. She's absolutely right. I get out yeah. of a relationship, and I am like, my, my, th- my thumb hurts. From the texting. (laughs) I'm playing. And there's a point, like, a month after you're out of a relationship, you're like, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I don't do anything else but look for new chicks. (laughs) Just because you spend so much time doing, like, it's two lives. And you're just experiencing this new life. And she knows that, and you have a right to do it. But she also has a right to be like, yeah, I'm looking to actually talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she knew what she was. She figured it out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing. She 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 fucking she got the code. Yeah. If she, I mean, it, to his question, there's nothing wrong. If he's like, "What's wrong with being a rebound?" There's nothing wrong with it if that's what the with girl it. is wanting. But she wants something else. But don't be surprised. Yeah, you can't when, be like when the girl's like like outraged. And, and that's the thing. When a girl finds out that there's a recent ex girlfriend, they automatically assume, and they're right to assume you're not even listening to a word they're saying. <laughs> You're not even like, you're not even like, you're yeah. just yesing the fuck out of them to get to your penis. Yeah. And how, how many weeks has he, has he been? He's single? four weeks out of yeah. new single life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I mean, he, he could even get back with that girl. Like there's, it's not even enough time, I feel like. No. Yeah. And not enough. To, that's the other thing. The to girl, her. to her. The thing is when your relationship ends, the easiest person to go back to is the one you just came from. Right. And what this girl's doing is protecting herself, which she should. Here's what you do. You stay on Tinder, Bumble, whatever it is. You keep swipe. You keep having fun. And then if you really, they'll, you know, masturbate a couple times, climax into a sock, mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, if you're still you, thinking of that girl, then, you know, maybe you should give her a call back yeah. and actually date her. That's the thing. Like, they, the rebound girl doesn't get the luxury of, like, dinner, drinks, the moves. Yeah, because your mentality is this is rebound. This is rebound. Yeah. And girls want more than that. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Lingon Mitra at Lingon. This is great, man. Hi, what about slaying the X's? We're talking a lot about X's. I feel like we should get into that. Slaying the X's. 
Why don't we do this? Hey, Juby. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here coming, live, coming live from a relatively poorly funded high school that thrives off of giving kids Chrome books in order to... High school email. High school. We haven't done one of these in a while. That's cute. I've got a situation that needs a little fixing, like mashed potatoes in time, in time for Thanksgiving. I've got an ex that I haven't had any contact with until last the past week when she started talking to me after we saw each other at a camp. At a camp? <laughs> what was a camp? High school camp. High I, lo- school. I love these high school emails. They're ridiculous. <laughs> at a camp. Maybe he was what, uh, <laughs> at a camp. Maybe he was at one of Pence's uh, conversion, making, camps. Yeah, conversion camps. <laughs> Try talk the gay out of you. <laughs> and now I've been tapping... A little over the time uh, we were, weren't talking, and she and her friends have been absolutely banging the windows. If you're catching the breeze, I'm rustling up. I know you do. You like your nuts feathered with a giant-ass feather. I don't know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, at this point, it's not even English. <laughs> I think he's talking about tapping on the window glass because he's liking. This is a, I know we're referencing past language on the podcast, but I've, I've said that when you like someone's Instagram pictures, it's like tapping on the window. Okay. You know, letting them know that you're still... Still here and hard. <laughs> the question being, how's the best way to get back, get the ball back in her court for us to hang and fog up some car windows? I've tried the friends method, but it hasn't caught since it was kind of last minute. But what you got for some for a southern prep looking to dive into some prime serostitute <laughs> bid material before college starts? This is a ridiculous email. <laughs> Go with the X or branch out a little to rustle the gimlets of some other tang. Tan, blue-eyed... I thought he was writing tang. Tan, blue-eyed blondies. And if branching out, how'd you go about slaying below the Mason-Dixon line? Keep doing you, Jew. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a, a ride. A, it's a I'm lot to unpack. It, it is... Yeah, it's too much. I know what he tried to do, but that's way too much there slang all There was so next, much slang. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to get back with your ex, you have to... I mean, the fact is that they're still talking is a good sign. But... Well, he's got to stop using code yeah he's got to actually speak yeah, to yeah, yeah. he's got to learn english first and then <laughs> yeah that isn't our last email but I'll, I'll say to that dude listen if you're gonna go back to your ex fucking all you gotta do send a text hey i'm with some friends you and your friends should come and make the whole thing is the reach out you know with an ex they think okay i live in xville when you send them a letter being like, I cordially invite you to Friendville, mm-hmm. to Hangoutville. Now you're getting them out of that like, yeah, he probably hate Because what we do is we assume the worst. Oh, that guy probably doesn't like me anymore. He's, we ended on bad terms. We ended in this way or that way. Just change the tune and be up front. Hey, it'd be cool to see you again. Just that language puts you back on board with like, oh, I guess he does kind of still think of me yeah i i don't know what he said in his email so he <laughs> he's did he break up with her did she i think break they up? just did broke you? up and now she's back in the picture okay so now she's like you know they're talking a little bit how do i make it so the ball's in her court the ball's in her court when you start coming with language that's direct and honest and lets her know how you're feeling hey i've been thinking about you a lot lately would love to hang out yeah and then she'll say yes no maybe so she says, maybe, sounds good, uh, hope everything's well. And let it go. That's okay. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Alingon Mitra, at Alingon on Twitter. We can do one more. What do you think? We're going right into the mailbag, mm-hmm. okay? Sneaky drinking girlfriend semi-formal. Pussy in every direction. Chewbacca, please respond. Condition to fuck boys. Postgrad overthinking. I'm, uh, this is my choice. Yeah. Chewbacca. Uh, Chewbacca, please, please respond. respond. This guy seems desperate. Love the show. Keep it the great work. Oh, another high. Oh, I'm it- 17 from Honduras. Oh my god. And gosh. just graduated high school. <laughs> high school. This should be in Spanish. Email. I know. Well, hold on. I just. <laughs> 
I just moved to Spain, waiting uh, waiting to start university in about a year because I have to take the equivalent of the SAT here. Having a bit of a dilemma since I moved to Spain, all my friends have entered the university back home. Most of my friends from high school are going to the same university that I would have chosen if I had decided to stay. Problem is, I've just started a course here to prepare for the test, and as of now, I don't really know too many people. So I'm basically confined to the school, gym, and not partying. I get along with most of the people at school, but it's not like we hang out after class. I feel like I'm missing out on the college life back home with my friends. Should I go back home and miss the opportunity to study in Europe and enroll in the university where my friends are, or should I stay in Spain and wait to start the university next year? And I'd greatly appreciate if you put this on the podcast. Hmm. That's actually a well-thought-out question. Yeah, that this I, was not a high school. No, this was a more adult. Career-oriented student. You ever moved? You, you, you were from... Worcester. Worcester, and you moved, moved to, to New York. Moved to New York, yeah. That was for stand-up. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, initially when you move it, how long has this guy been there, does it say? Um, he's He's got to be there a year. But how long has he been there so far? Uh, I just moved to Spain is what he said, and he's waiting to start university in about a year. Okay. Um, it takes, I mean, it takes time. Yeah. When you move somewhere, it, you're... You're, you know, you're just out in the wind again. You don't know. Moving sucks. Yeah, you don't know people. Look it's... at me, I'm in Harlem all alone. <laughs> <laughs> people don't want you to be there. Yeah. The other colors are like, this is not right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough because you don't know anybody, but uh, you got to give it, I think you got to give it time. Yes. Um, it, and I'm assuming this guy moved to Spain because that program that he wants to go to is better than the program that he's would have been in you have to trust your initial instinct you you know you ever go like i went did you go abroad in college i did yeah where'd you go i went to spain so you went to spain where in spain leon leon yeah that is not a big program is it no it's not that's what makes it good because i i feel like if you go study abroad when you're in madrid or someplace you're with so many study abroad people you just speak english yeah that's what i did yeah exactly (laughs) i went to leon i had to speak spanish you had to speak spanish are you fluent I, I, when I got out of there, yeah, now it's terrible. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like... Terrible. Terrible, yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> you, know, you sound pretty good to me. Yeah, uh, I, I think, you know, there, whenever you go abroad, and I, me, especially for me, because I was in one of those cities where a lot of Americans went, mm-hmm. there's a few people that just drop out right away. Mm-hmm. They, they experience a little bit of discomfort, and they're like, fuck it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. It's like working out. Like, that first week fucking sucks. Yeah. And then you get a little bit more in shape, and then you get a little more in shape, and then it becomes fun because you see results. Yeah. But that first week or two that you're seeing no results, those are the hardest ones to get by. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so the same goes for this guy in this situation. You know, I like this email because it translates to any age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you move out of college, the first fucking two months are going to suck. Yeah. And then the next two months out of that, they're going to suck too, but they're going to suck less. Yeah. It's it's especially hard for this guy because he's comparing it to like, what if I had stayed? And that happens yeah. too. When you move, you know, you, you look at Facebook, you got your friends back home who are having fun the way that you used to. I mean, FOMO exists now because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I, I think it, I'm jealous of like, can you imagine going abroad in like the 90s? Oh, what a life. Right? Yeah. You're literally like, you know. It's a new person. A new person. You can, be, you can pretend to be French. If yeah. You want. It's great. You just you just pretend you don't even know the language. You just go <laughs> boop, 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 yeah. You know, I, I just think. Nobody could fact check you. Nobody has got Google. Oh, my God. Yeah. No one got Google. That I mean, like, that's the thing. You do, but this guy does have an opportunity that, listen, everything that I've liked about my life has always sucked at first. Mm-hmm. It's been scary. It's been just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And dealing with that has made me a better person. Yeah. yeah. So if you give up on it in the first two weeks, think back. You're going to be upset. Yeah. Think back to the reasons you initially went. And those reasons were right because you wanted to do them. Yeah. And, and you can take steps to try to become more included in the social circles there. Like whatever this guy's been doing – there's, 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 get a job, one. Yeah. Get a waitressing or, or waitering or a bartending job. That's actually social. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least you're at bars, you're out at night. Get a, uh, go join a club. Clubs, activities. Soccer, something like that. They play that there, I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing even this class that this guy's taking, there are other students totally. there. Totally. And they're getting the SAT equivalent. It's the too. same thing. There's people are probably in the same situation where they're like, oh man, I'm in the new in this place. I don't know it. Jump into the awkward. Yeah. That's really the thing. You got to jump into awkward. You got to say, 
fuck it, talking to this guy in the SAT class is going to be fucking awkward because I have no friends, but you're going to be better off. Maybe he's a good dude. Yeah. And if he's not, move on to the next awkward dude mm-hmm. or chick and just put it out there. Podcast at gmail.com. Alinga, thank you for coming on. Oh, fantastic. What a, what a fun show. Right? Yeah. Good to have you. We'll have you back again. That was great. Go follow Alingon at Alingon on Twitter, alingonmitra.com. He's going to be at Mohegan Sun coming up over Thanksgiving weekend. Go check him out. We'll be right back with Hypotheticals in the News. Hey guys, welcome back. Alingon, thank you for doing the emails. For sure. Fantastic. Go follow Alingon at Alingon on Twitter, alingonmitra.com. Go see all his dates. Fantastic comic. Man, Sam, thank you for coming on. Happy to be here, man. It's got to be an exhausting week for you. <laughs> I'm very tired, yeah. At Man Sam on Twitter, uh, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday. This is one you got to check out. Yeah, we could talk. We'll do some hypotheticals and stuff, but yeah, we could talk about it a little bit. My uh, the last episode, it's episode one hundred four, MSP one hundred four. Good morning, America, and it's a plan words. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about the you know the election for like two hours. I got so many snaps and tweets and everything from people, so you know we really talked it out for a while. That's great. Episode, so go yeah. check that out if you haven't already. Kind of gives you some perspective for people who actually. That's the thing, like. You're someone who's into this. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it, and I think it's important to pay attention to. So, yeah, it's yeah I, I think about a lot. Most of the, the, you know, the chatter we talked about on Facebook, mm-hmm. this is the first time they've even thought of an election. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you, and so many of the things they're screaming about, they're half-truths, and you don't know what the truth is. So this is an informed discussion. Yeah, I, I Yes, I, I do my best to uh, try to be, you know, f- objective and check my facts and do all that stuff. So, so yeah. we'll do a hypothetical, then we'll head out to some news. Sup, Jew? <laughs> um, first off, love the show, all the wisdom that comes with it. I'm in the Air Force, and you should know that the military here in Kansas loves the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate your work and what you guys are doing for us. Uh, enough of the fondling of your Ju- Jupiter-sized nuts. <laughs> now let's get down to business. My question is, if you can only pick one sport for your child to play at all levels, youth, middle school, through college, and professional, what sport do you pick? Pick one one for your son and one for your daughter. The Deets, given your inferior genetics. <laughs> this is, <laughs> it's a lot of juice. Okay, <laughs> okay. inferior. Okay. Aggressive. Your child won't be a superstar, but they're guaranteed to get to the professional level, can make a career out of it at a median pay. They can also play other sports with their friends, but only recreationally. So what sport do you choose for your son and daughter? You have mm. a thought? Uh, so this is, he's doing this for as long as he can do it, basically. Yeah, let's say you're like a middle-of-the-road athlete for, you know, the sport. You know, like let's say you're just middle-of-the-road. You're, you're a professional, so you're one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're not like... You're not LeBron James, but you're not a bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say I'd say soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Uh, just because I feel like those guys can continue to play even after like soccer is over. Mm-hmm. There's still like things that you can do in the soccer world. They're humans. They're humans. They've got like lives. Yeah. Uh, they're not like concussed so they can still mm-hmm. well they think. say that those guys do get from heading the ball oh really they say it's like an actual issue i didn't even you know that's like the new thing to come out yeah it's not necessarily you Can't know getting knocked either. out or something like that it's the repeated concussive blows so like yeah. every time they, they you know they're dribbling yeah, the ball yeah, at their yeah. head or whatever that's bad for you yeah hmm. i would i mean Vance, have you got a thought on this yeah i mean i i'd like them both to just be you know middle relievers in the Mid- yeah in, in major league baseball, baseball as far as a money play guaranteed contract those guys get paid ridiculous mm-hmm. uh female side i go soccer because at least female soccer players can play professionally abroad so at least my daughter's getting an experience what about tennis oh tennis tennis is, tennis yeah. is a good one actually or tennis golf is, golf's even really good too i'm going tennis for my daughter just because i don't know tennis is like that's a fun thing to be a parent in the crowd yeah, you ever see those too. crazy? Yeah, golf. I've you know, never seen like, a golf parent. Yeah, I you know those parents. I could be like, you know, like the the Williams sisters' dad. Right. Where I'm just like sitting there glaring. But you are dressed like a golf dad. I could be a golf dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to be the tennis dad. I want to be tennis dad. Female tennis. Um, but this also makes me. And I'm gonna go male. I would go baseball. But 
I just, you know, for this question, it brings me up like, we can't lose youth football. We can't, like, I don't understand the question of like, would you let your kids play football? I get like, I played Pop Warner my whole life. Mm-hmm. And they, there's a, so many. That explains I, a lot. It explains a lot. <laughs> it explains everything. Yeah. I don't know. I just think like you learn more from the game of football than you do. But you don't have sports. the brain capacity to retain it anymore. Never. Yeah. No, no brain capacity. I can't remember a thing. <laughs> no, but I, I, so you, you think football in its current state is better to have. Yes. Because you, the kids learn things. Because they, even if it comes at the cost of potentially brain damage long term. Yes. I think the amount of brain damage, like I'm, I'm sitting here with the brain damage that comes from a lifetime of Pop Warner football and mm-hmm. high school football. So, you know, whether I played, you know, I'm sure in Texas and Pennsylvania, the level of play was better than what I dealt with. But I'm saying I'm. What position did you play? I played defensive line and offensive line. Okay. So all those years, and I may have scored one touchdown and had the nickname TD Freed in high school <laughs> that I gave myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a running theme. <laughs> so, but I don't want to lose linemen. Think about how good of a guy being a lineman makes you. In high school, you're blocking for someone else to score. When when do you act that selflessly in high school? You be, you could you play basketball. Do take a pick. I, you still score in, in basketball. There's still a chance for you to score a basket. These guys that are linemen, mm-hmm. their job is to get another dude laid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I think that's like... It's a selfless position, yeah. It's a selfless... So you basically, if we get rid of football, if you, we get rid of that teaching moment. Uh, I know we don't completely, but I'm just saying like... They, you could be like the... Like there are people who do tech in theater, just mm-hmm. like who do like lighting. They get no recognition in high school. Yeah, that's it's the true. same thing. There's like actors who go up and get all the credit. Yeah, but they don't get Letterman jackets. So it's even better. <laughs> like, yeah, it's complete losers. <laughs> People care even less about yeah, that. Yeah, they care even yeah. less about that. I, yeah, I guess it you're is a right. Lot. I don't know. Plus, you know, I, I just always think of football like the lessons from football. Like, I think they're like, they're, they're ones that you don't want to lose that you don't necessarily get in another sport. Like, the idea like of like 11 people moving together at the same time isn't really something like, you know, soccer, the forwards are handing the ball. We're just going to wait back here while, you know, play defense. You know, like lacrosse is kind of split that way too where like the attackmen play, you know, do offense, the defense do defense. And mm-hmm. like, and but I just like individual sports, you're an individual. You're all the acclaim, all the loss, you know. So I don't know. I think uh, basketball, yeah, there's role basketball, players. hockey. Yeah, hockey's a really good team sport. I mean, it's not the same exact as what you're talking about with football, but hockey's a, a full team sport. You know, yeah. everybody has to participate together. I don't know. Something to think about. Let's do some news. Uh, so this does, you know, kind of piggybacks on the uh, Donald Trump becoming president-elect thing. El Chapo, do you remember El Chapo, the the Mexican drug yeah, lord? Yeah, the guy that got sprung out of jail by digging out, right? Yes. Not only digging out, I mean, he had like a, a nice hallway built for him uh, to get out of jail. But yeah, he's on Twitter um, and he's taunting Trump. <laughs> because Trump, I guess, said that he was going to put him away or whatever. You know, yeah. Trump said some shit about him. So he... El Chapo tweeted, the candidate of the most palpable hate, confrontation, racism, persecution, and and misogyny has won. How sad for us all. This wall is not a problem. I'll knock it down or jump jump it or go underneath it. But how many of those deported won't be seen? How many families will be separated? Do not lower our guard here, wherever you are. If uh, Donald Trump messes with the Mexicans, have more than a wall uh, to encounter, you know, let him encounter more than a wall. You know, the thing is, the problem with Trump, one of, of the many issues that people have, the one issue is he's easily goaded. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's a huge issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge he's, issue. He's, like, it, like, the fact that he couldn't just be like, yeah, like, couldn't ignore the Rosie O'Donnell thing during a debate. <laughs> Like, He's a petty man. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> that's a, a fact. Yeah. So, like, this whole El Chapo thing, like, he's just doing it. He's trolling someone you know that can be trolled. It's the reason trolls exist. They know they, all they want is a response. It mm-hmm. validates them 100%. Right. I, what I want to believe is that the job of the president requires you to be so busy all the time that he won't have as much time to focus on 
people who are like tweeting at him. But I mean, I mean you'd argue that you when you were running for president, you'd be that busy too. But he still found a way to go after people then too. You I, would you think, know? but I, I, it's just. The whole Chapo thing, like, I mean, this doesn't surprise me that someone no. would come out of the woodwork and just be like, hey, like, not going to get me, not going to get me. And it's like, okay, fuck. Well, Chapo's kind of in the same position that Trump was before he came, became president. You know what I mean? It's like he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of yes men around him. And he's got time to tweet, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I uh, Stuff like this where it's like, you know, like... We're heading to uncharted territory, I, to say the least. I don't know. You know, listen, I'm, I'm here to give him a chance. Let's see how it goes. But we're heading somewhere different. Can't yep. disagree on that. <laughs> yeah. It's no, that, different. That is the thing. And that's, you know, obviously, like I said, we talked for probably two hours on the, on the last episode. But, you know, that is the thing that that is different. I understand that, you know, not everybody that voted for him is a racist or whatever, you know, misogynistic. There's an element of that, but it's a, you know, people wanted somebody quote different in there. We, he, Trump doesn't know what he doesn't know about that position though. And that's the yeah. thing that really worries me above all else there. He had the meeting recently with Obama and, you know, there's a lot of accounts that came out where Trump and his staff were surprised by the responsibilities that they would have coming into office. They didn't know that they had to replace the entirety of the White House staff. That that took them that took them off guard. They didn't know that that was something they had to do. So that's really what worries me. It's stuff that forget the stuff that he stated that he's going to do. It's the things that he doesn't know yet what he's going to do. Well, you know, or mean, that he has to do. You know? Part of that is kind of what people wanted that they were like, right. let's have somebody that like has fresh eyes on this and has <laughs> nothing to to, you know, no preconceived notions which you know, there's good and there's some good to that. There's, I mean, the, I hear the anxiety, but yeah, it's a wait and see, man. And it's this thing is, it's all people can talk about. Like, <laughs> there is nothing. It's weird to do comedy right now because mm. sometimes if you mention what happens is like, especially in New York City, especially New, New York, York City is like a s sad place. Yeah, it's. it's I like was in Virginia. I flew from North Carolina to here. It was like I landed inside a cloud. <laughs> and yeah. the thing is, people, it, it's the thing that everyone's thinking about, and yeah. it's also the thing nobody wants to hear about. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a weird time to just be up there and be like, okay, let's talk about dating. <laughs> like, I, I, that's yeah. not what you want to talk about. Let's try and talk about the other shit. But here we go, you know? So, yeah. But I, I, I would encourage everyone to realize that everything online is just shouting. And... Take a minute and listen to some people around you and, you know, the racist shit, just fucking stop it if you even know. You know, it's horrible. Yeah. Well, and that's, the, you know, that that was the other, like, I guess I had to, you know, summarize what what my advice was on the show. Because people were, people were really texting me, you know, tweeting me and snapping me and being like, what, you know, I'm panicking. What is going yeah. on? Don't be hyperbolic about it, especially if you're liberal or you're against it, you didn't support the guy. Don't be hyperbolic about what he's going to do. He said specifically certain things, focus on that and really be a critical thinker about the things that he actually does do because you're doing yourself no good by just saying, Oh, Trump's Hitler and this and that. Yeah. There are people are out there protesting. No one, which, nobody wants to listen. Yeah. They, they, which is your right to go out and protest. I'm that's fine. If you want to go out and protest, that's fine. But he is, you know, he is the, pre he is the president yeah. elect and that's what you were worried that his supporters were going to do. So, don't don't be overblown with the reaction. There's going to be plenty of stuff that you can be critical about in yeah. real terms. You know what I mean? It's I, it's uh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, with the protesters, I'm fine if you want to go out and protest. But I think rather than saying like not my present, like attack specific policies that yeah, he absolutely. said he's going to implement, so that yeah. you have like the advantage being like from the get go, we said we don't like this ban on Muslims or whatever it is that he was saying that he's going to do, right. so that you can you know have that. But like just to go out there and say like not my present, like that's that's not going to accomplish anything. No, yeah, of course it's, not. It's 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 wild. Yeah. Everything is 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 and then like you know it just here's the the idea of someone cheering for any president to become president is wild to me too. Like you're cheering like this person's gonna help you like your team won. You gotta I I think of anything you know any voted thing you know like all right let's see hopefully it works out you know that person won and. You know, it's I'm kind of speechless about it, like because it's been spoken about so much. I feel like I'm yeah, not yeah. in a position to even have a co have a coherent opinion about it. But I think more people should maybe be a little bit more 
steady and apprehensive about having opinions yet. Because right. let's wait and see. And obviously, you know, there's things out there with racism and, you know, people are like, people are worried about that guy Bannon. Yeah. And I guess he's an anti-Semite is what everyone's saying. There's some, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he ran Breitbart News for a long time, which yeah. is obviously a very, you know, right-wing kind of website. So you can imagine some of the headlines, like you were saying, are more inflammatory probably. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I, I'll go to the site and check stuff out. The articles don't necessarily match the headline, like you're saying. But, yeah. yes, you can make a case that's, that, that Steve Bannon has some, uh, you know, negative opinions about Jews and yeah. different groups. And, you know... Yeah, it's probably not great that he's going to be there. Listen, but you gotta... I've, met some, I've, I've met some bad Jews in my day. <laughs> We're not all great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if someone just took that one audio clip. It's like, Jared, free. You know, like, <laughs> it becomes, you know, like, all like, listen, we'll get through it. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be the best. The best. <laughs> That's what he said. Real so, terrific. Real terrific. Man, Sam, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks, man. At Mansip. Go check out his last podcast, uh, Mandatory Samson Podcast, here on the State of New York Labs Network. Lingon, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. At Alingon on Twitter, AlingonMitra.com. Go check him out. Fantastic comic. I'm Jared Free. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs>